Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 160. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road It Follows, Andy. Yeah, what a uh, lovely evening to record a podcast. It's quite beautiful outside right now. Oh, wow. I love how dark it is, and that it only just became dark, because we're moving seasons. Wow. That we are. That was like a monologue. I didn't mean to be. Sorry. <laughs> We're here with Val Kilmer. And we also have Tony Katz. Yes, thank you. I'm uh, also here. And uh, I yeah, am bro. also excited that uh, we will be getting time changing. This time next week at this time, it will be light. I hope so. <laughs> I believe in the time change. I do too. I am all about it. I'm excited about it. I... Uh, I just enjoy more sun later. And then it's like, you know, baseball season's around the corner. So it just reminds me of just being able to watch baseball games, go to baseball games. Yeah. Nachos <clears> are starts, a thing. Starts getting uh, lighter. It's lighter later. You know, it starts getting a little warmer into the evenings. But then you still get some rain. Like I think next week here in Orange County, it's supposed to rain a couple days. So we will yeah, see. Yeah, I really enjoyed that little bit of rain we had on Sunday morning. Yeah, it went into know? like Sunday afternoon. Yeah. I got, I was in the mountains over the weekend and I got, we got dumped, not dumped on. We left in time, but we got a lot of snow. That's good. Like to the point where like people coming up were putting chains on or turning oh, yeah. around. Oh, no. Can you imagine prepared. that? <laughs> like, yeah, but we were going to go you surfing. Know, though, up I don't here. feel bad about that because in this day and age, you know what the weather is. You yeah. probably should have been looking at Big Bear. And knowing, okay, it's supposed to start snowing at this time, so that's your own doing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of why we left when we did. We left, like, late morning, and I think by, like, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, they were just getting dumped on, which would have been cool, too, of like, if we were staying up there for a few more days, but nonetheless. But, yeah, rain, season's changing, the whole deal. Um, it's glorious. But it, it also means basketball's coming to a conclusion. Yes. Oh, not for a while. Yeah, basketball won't in be June. done until June. Still, it's one of those things, you know, when you're like, And then oh, it's, it's back in October. I mean, basketball is a short, it's like three and a half months such off. Such a long break, it seems like. But, um, okay, let's just talk uh, briefly. We've been talking about coronavirus uh, for a few weeks now on the pod. Not much, uh, like, you know, for it, but keeping you updated. And it has hit the United States. Well, it did before, but not like in a real way. Well, people are very like people love to panic, I guess, because water, toilet paper, all that kind of stuff. You just keep seeing it popping up. It's sold out. There, you're limited to buying two at a time at Costco. There's a line out the door for the place to open. It's, what's wrong with people? Well, and people are uh, gouging uh, for people for the uh, the masks. Yeah, and hundred bucks for a mask, and you don't need them. The who is like, yeah, you don't need yeah. this unless you have it. It doesn't do anything. And if you have it, that's a way of, you know, stopping it from spreading from you. Yeah. I don't know. So uh, currently, as we're uh, reading this, there have been nine people dead in, uh, I believe, just in Washington State. Yeah, they're all, f- or mostly from that one nursing home. Yeah. So that's also the thing, too. It, it seems like it's affecting older people, people with weak immune systems. Yeah, like, like I said, I would I would beat it in like six hours. Yeah, because I'm young and I'm very good at uh, beating sicknesses. It's one of my uh, strengths in life. Yeah, that's um, if he I was an X Men. I mean, that would knock on wood. It. I mean, I don't get sick too often either. I mean, yeah, most of us in here. I mean, with Sean and I, we had our, both our roommates back in what like January. We're both sick early January or so. something like that. And him and I didn't. <clears throat> yeah, I've had nothing didn't this get year. Sick, so I mean. There was a couple friends of mine also had the same cough and everything like that. And I was around them. And thankfully, nothing for me. I know you're lived in a house with roommates that have been sick at the same time. And you seem to dodge it. I think the only time everyone got sick was when you brought it home. Yeah, that was the most <laughs> contagious thing in the history of the world. That would have uh, killed multiple nursing homes. Just they would have like fallen <laughs> to the ground with and, that sickness. And that's the thing. Speaking of that, that's the thing that I think a lot of people tend to not realize unless the news is telling it to you is that people do die from just the flu. Oh, yeah. 16,000 I mean, people, I think. This year? Yeah, yeah I think people do saying, die yeah. from the flu. You know, it's you don't think about it because you're like, oh, it's the flu. But it's like if you're someone that already is sick with something, it can turn into something bigger. Or if you are older, you just your body just can't handle it. People love yeah. to panic, and I think we should blame the news. 
Oh, yeah. Well, why this is dangerous is the long incubation period, which is where you're uh, contagious but not showing symptoms. So people don't know they have it and they're spreading it. And that's when, that's when that gets out of hand it's because this whole thing of like quarantine yourself. Well, how do you know to quarantine yourself if you don't know you have it? So. Yeah. I was listening to a thing today and there, uh, it was the guy who's, you know, the director of health or whatever. And he, you know, uh, informs the president, that kind of guy. And he was saying, we're a year out from, you know, locking this thing down with some sort of vaccine or yeah. what have you. Uh, but he was even saying, he's like, mm. I mean, it could change, but he's like, not worried about it. Yeah. I mean, people, more people will die and it will spread and it'll go through, but it, you say like, luckily enough, it's not, it's not that severe. So it is very contagious, but it's not that severe. So, I mean, it, obviously it's sad for anyone who will die. Um, I yep. said they could have died from any sort of sickness. Yeah. So maybe we um, don't eat bats, things like that. Uh, I just keep doing what you're doing. It's not worth it to not eat bats. <laughs> okay, Ozzy like, Osbourne. If, if, if that's your thing, I'm going to tell you not to do it. Ah, maybe there's things that shouldn't be your thing. I mean, Because they create viruses like this. The first time someone got sick off of pork, someone's like, hey, maybe we shouldn't do this. And then that's how Islam yeah, started, But um, I think. Is that All accurate? of this stuff has but, already happened that's going to happen. Like, We don't need to... Now is not the time to... Oh, you know what? Bats are delicious. Um, it's not going to happen. What if they are? No, because people have tried them pr- plenty of times. If? Ask Ozzy Osbourne, Andy. I think it was a uh, hoax. Uh, yeah, yeah, bat. Okay, enough about coronavirus. If anything else happens or uh, more updates are required, we'll, uh, we'll update you. But don't yeah. panic. Just don't sneeze all over the place and wash your hands. Yeah, there was some uh, someone from some college associations like... The NCAA should really look at uh, playing the NCAA tournament without any fans in the stands. It's like, kill yourself. Well, yeah. Go, the, then Infect yourself also, with coronavirus and then kill yourself because that's a terrible idea. They're also saying to the NBA, do not shake hands or high five any of the uh, you know uh, fans, yeah. anything like that. People are talking about like they should cancel Coachella and stage Well, they coach. should. Yeah, definitely. Uh and they're also saying, like, you know, Facebook canceled their thing. They're like these big trade shows are being canceled left and right. Yeah. Um, and those are substantially larger there are, audiences. There are a lot of diseases that will be spread through Coachella regardless. <laughs> yeah. So let's not Stagecoach also, probably. Yeah. I've been there a couple times. It is a blast. But that's actually a good point. I didn't even think about that at all. Like the fact of those big festivals that are coming up here in the next, in next month about you know, getting those cancels. Cause what if a month from now it is here and it is going out of control? I mean, Coachella is full of young people from LA. Also the weather is the best warm. doctors. Yeah. It's going to, aren't yeah. they already saying this stuff's supposed to go away that once it heats up, it's like, we're already fine. It's 80 degrees today. I'm not worried at all. Maybe. <laughs> no, that was we got him. That's, that's that the secret. Maybe. He looked around too. The people <laughs> listening can't see that, but he did. He look took around. a flashlight. Shining well, I'm, I'm thinking about his head. We're gonna buy those supplies, and we're gonna start a resort in Arizona for people who are afraid of it. And be like, hey, can't touch us here. It's 115. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, you, you just can play that. You can sneeze on whoever you want, and other things, and other things. Put that on the pamphlet. <laughs> okay. Enough on coronavirus. Uh, like I said, we'll keep you updated. Uh, we do have some movie news uh, before we get into box office numbers. A couple of things here. So one, because Andy is so ominous, we'll start with this one. James uh, Lipton died. Yeah, host of uh, Inside the Actors Studio. Uh, did you ever watch that? I think once or twice. I, I believe it was always on like Sunday afternoons for some yeah. reason. And yeah, and it's just like, oh, maybe there's someone interesting on today. It was um, always like Helen Mirren. It was, Whoa. yeah, it was... I'm, wasn't a regular watcher, but I'd catch it sometimes. And part of it is, it's funny, there's a lot of people like this, but it's hard to separate the actual show from the SNL parody, parody at this point. Yeah. Where I feel like Will Ferrell is more, when I think of that, I think of probably more a Will Ferrell sketch than the, an actual interview. Yeah. So they were saying that on another podcast I was listening to today, which yeah. is, I mean, it's, it's spot on. Yeah, and uh, he he's great. He had a, a good sense of humor about it. Um, it was 
you know, he didn't like, why is Will Ferrell making fun of me? I'm a serious guy about acting and all this stuff. He was also great in Arrested Development. He was the uh, the warden of the prison. And, uh, you know, just, you see this guy enjoyed, enjoyed himself doing this, this thing that he wasn't, he wasn't as serious as he seemed on the, uh, the show here. Um, he was, he was quite old too. I was shocked to see he was 93. Yeah. So I was like, mm. I know it'd been a while. So I'm pretty he's sure he's this. the one that, uh, does that a uh, video I've watched where the, the Simpsons characters. Where yes. He's, he's yeah. interviewing them and they do their different voices and stuff. Yeah. Hmm. He's a weird, like, he's kind of like an ominous guy himself. Like, the way he talks... Zandy's uh, stepdad. Yeah, it's very, weird. like, it's very slow and deliberate, and he'll make you uncomfortable. He'll, he'll get to it. No, yeah, it is slow and deliberate. Yeah. I remember he says to, Le- to like, uh, the character that played Lisa, he's like, Lisa had a cat named Snowball. <laughs> oh, there's a Snowball 2. Lisa, what happened to Snowball 1? And then she has to go into this poem about how Snowball One died. But yeah, it was. It's. I don't know. It's interesting. He is got a different delivery. Yeah, but he'll be man. Ninety three is a good life. Yeah, exactly. Not too. Uh, not too bad. Um, okay. And uh, more upbeat stuff. We have a time uh, runtime for uh, No Time to Die. Yeah, the James Bond movie coming out next month. It is Oliver Stone, Deer Hunter, every long movie you've ever heard of. It is a not quite The Irishman, but it yeah. is 163 minutes, the longest Bond film ever. Um, and this is a series that has pretty lengthy movies, so this is uh, well over two and a half hours. Usually they run in around you know two two hours twenty minutes. So um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's always a hard proposition for. Um, going to the theaters when you know you're going to be in there for that long yeah but i mean nowadays you're lying down you're getting uh weighted on handed yeah, they don't have an intermission though i'd love for them to do yeah, that why can't the th- why does it have to be uh, you know restricted to actual theater uh because the actual theater really only does one show a night whereas the uh the cineplexes their uh, goal is to churn you, you in and out come on and get people going you know, they got to get it cleaned and then get the next group of people in I there get to it, watch Sonic the Hedgehog or something. It's nice to stretch your legs, reach for the sky, and not miss anything. Yeah, absolutely. And also, um, I, I know you don't have this problem, but a lot of the, uh, you know, you get the large popcorn and the large soda. They're like, hey, get a refill. And it's like, cool, I'll come back in the middle of the movie and yeah. get a refill. Like, but you your serious? move is, I'm going to wait. On uh, my way out, I'm, 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 yeah, you, you better believe it, I'm coming back. No, my move is to try to eat it all during the previews and get the <laughs> refill in. Uh, but yeah, it's that would be really great if it's like, hey, we're taking five minutes, go get your refill, because you already paid for it. But no. Like, I mean, I just want to hit pause so that I can m- maybe take a leak or just, like I said, stand. Yeah, maybe like um, before the, sh- the show starts, yeah, everyone logs into their app and, and decides where they'd like to have the break yeah. at. If like, not at all, even if it's like an hour 15, yeah. hour 20 movie. But I, I don't, obviously, you don't need it for that one. I'm thinking anything over two and a half hours. Give us a little breather. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. I think we should uh, get this started. Let's maybe start our own Tony's Take Theater chain um, yeah. in Phoenix, Arizona. It's going to be at the resort. Yeah, it's all uh, encompassed within our yeah. uh, coronavirus free resort. Yeah. Uh, any investors out there, we're, uh, you know how to contact us. It's a yeah. good idea. Tony's dot take uh, for Twitter, or no? Uh, Tony's underscore take, I think, is uh, Twitter. Yeah, whatever. Tony's dot take is Instagram. Let us know, investors, possibly you. Okay, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that movie. I I like the cast. It still has uh, Christoph Waltz in it, right? Yeah, he's still gonna be uh, Blofeld. Yeah, it's got Freddie Mercury. I'm into it. Um, yeah, I uh, watched the first two Daniel Craig movies, and I'll talk about that later on the show. Oh wow. Okay. All right, and uh, last thing on here before we get into the uh, box office numbers. You can't say his name five times, so I'm just going to say it four times. Candyman? Candyman. Say it with me, guys. Candyman. 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 Don't say it again. No one say it. Well, we're not in a mirror. Oh, shit. Yeah, you are. I do see a mirror. Oh, no. There's a a bee behind you, Andy. There's a bee over your head. I've actually never seen the original one. Uh, I saw them... One of I, how are there? How many are? I've there? only ever seen the first one. I think that the other ones are like not real. They're kind of like the yeah. bullshit directed video. Is it the Nelson is it the same it guy. 
that plays him playing. Yeah, it is. so he's always the guy in uh, like the Final Destination. S- yeah, in the cemetery thing or whatever the morgue in Final Destination. But then he's also now this is could be a deep pull. He's also one of the insurgents in The Rock. All right. I mean, he's seen a lot of things. Tony he's got Todd. Range. Yeah, he's it's a, a hell of a career. I was gonna say I thought I was like uh, he's kind of a well known actor. Yeah, he's in things. That's from what I know. That's um, it. Yeah, I watched uh, the original Candyman a lot as a kid for some reason. <laughs> um, I probably shouldn't. It's probably because um, of the candy. Yeah. No, I think it's a Chicago movie, and it had a lot of lot of deep ties big to my Chicago my fan. <laughs> big, big Jordan and Sosa fan. Yeah, it, it's a big it's a big part of the movie is kind of that Chicago uh, neighborhood, and uh, I, I was interested to see what they were going to do with this one because the uh, the projects, the Cabrini Green projects that the movie took place in have been closed for quite some time. And, uh, yeah, that's part of the plot here. And, uh, um, it's, it's a really fascinating like location that there's still, those buildings are still up, I think for the most part. And it's, it's like in the heart of not necessarily the heart, but it's really close to like downtown Chicago and a lot of nice, huge buildings and stuff. And they put this public housing project. And, uh, so this guy's second movie was platoon. Yeah, he's in good. 211 things. Yeah, this guy, he's probably in a lot of things you never heard of. Like, it's like one of those things where, yeah, I'll take that check. Like, he's in a that. movie called Ping Dubistu. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a foreign film. But yeah, the trailer for the new Candyman here just dropped this past week. Uh, it's Jordan Peele producing and also has a screenplay credit, not directing. Um, but it's just another part of the uh, the big partnership with him and uh, Blumhouse, which Ooh. they seem to just keep turning these movies out like crazy. Um, and this is another one. And um, I thought it was going to be a remake, but I found out looking at it that um, actually it is a continuation of the story. Oh, that the uh, the main character here is actually uh, the baby. Well, in I think the original that's movie. actually probably what happens when you get like the original. People from like the first one is yeah, that so it Vanessa becomes, Williams will be in it. She was in the first one. It usually fun. becomes like a continuation. Like that was like when the the Halloween that came out a couple of years ago. Yeah, like it brought back like the original Michael Myers, and it brought back uh, what's her name? Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. <clears throat> so I feel like you know that's what you do, and that's it's good, and it's always like when was the original Candyman out? Like in the nineties? Ninety two. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then the uh, sequel was ninety. What, I, I just don't think it's, it's even a real movie. I'm just not. This seems it. like this farewell is the to sequel. the flesh. It's real. This He's is, in it. This is the sequel. Mm-hmm. This is the real sequel. Yeah, I'm into it. The trailer looks pretty good. Um, I haven't seen the trailer yet. Maybe we watch it after. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I like the idea. of This uh, these kind of movies. It's and it's old. It has a good spot in your heart. You know. Yeah, and it's a uh, it's definitely in line with what Jordan Peele wants to do because it's definitely about. Um, racial disparity and that kind of stuff it's not just a you know creepy horror thing yeah Candyman doesn't go to white people well like the Candyman (laughs) is kind of so it's it's he's a bad demon or something he's not a demon it's you know i mean i don't want to spoil it because it's kind of that's the point of the first movie is kind of the one uh person investigating the myth of the Candyman, what really happened here and yeah i honestly don't remember a thing about it other than you know the random couple like oh everyone knows this thing yeah, I think everyone just knows the like the mirror thing, which is you know more famous as I think Bloody Mary is more a f- more famous one, but it's basically that thing where you say it in the Bloody mirror Mary was only three times, all right. I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, Will Ferrell's character in uh, Austin Powers. Damn, three yeah. times. Uh, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll keep an update on that as it gets closer. I mean, when does that due out? In June. Okay, so yeah, we got a little bit of time. Um, but we'll keep you updated, of course. Look forward to seeing what the uh, Rotten Tomatoes score is on that. But okay, we are going to jump into box office numbers. But before we do, that portion of the pod was brought to you by our good friends at Simple Doggy, the dog leash that is quicker and easier, and it works with your dog's current collar or harness. For a limited time, the Tony Sake listener can get 25% off and free shipping when you plug in promo code Tony. That is T-O-N-Y. Yeah, I hope you know how to spell Tony, guys. Uh, So head to simpledoggy.com, that is two Gs, and plug in promo code Tony for 25% off and free shipping. It's the dog leash you have been waiting for. 
All right, so we have box office numbers here, and uh, nothing too crazy. The Invisible Man ended up being 91% most fresh. Did uh, just over $29 million. Yeah, pretty good for a uh, February horror release. Yeah, you can't be you can't be upset with any of that. That's a, a great number. Yeah, and uh, I bet it maintains in week two. I mean, pe- now that people see it, the like the number, the score, it's good. Also, I mean, there's not much coming out this week. Oh, I beg to differ. Oh, but... Andy. Uh, next, you have Sonic the Hedgehog, sixteen point one million dollars. Week uh, two or three of that. Yeah, still making money. That's uh, good for them. I'm sure they're happy about that. It's because um, of the edits, huh? Hopefully we'll get a Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And, uh, and if you're a fan of the video game series, you know that Sonic the Hedgehog 2 was a huge jump in quality. I mean, Sonic the Hedgehog 1 is a pretty good game. Sonic the Hedgehog 2, amazing. Yeah. yeah everyone knows that. <laughs> um, next, we had The Call of the Wild, 13.3. Uh, my hero... I don't know. The heroes rise. 5.2. Bad boys for life. Hanging around at 4.3. Birds of prey. 4.2. Impractical jokers movie. 29%. 3.6 million dollars. I don't remember talking about that. No, that's that's a shame. That's it. I don't thing. think that. Do you guys like that show? No, it's I always know. on after I don't the tournament. Also, who what, ups, it. what upsets me about it is that it's when it first came out. I understand it when like nobody knew who these guys were. Yeah. But now it's like. I don't even understand how they can continue to even do what they do. I feel like everybody would know who they are by now. Big gulp there, huh? Like if they walked into, <laughs> if I was in the orange circle sitting on a bench and one of them came up to me and was like, oh yeah, you know, you want to see me naked or something like that? I'd be like, I know who the fuck you are. Like, <laughs> yeah. get the hell out of here. See, and yes. And that thing <laughs> I hate, <laughs> the thing I hate about that is not because of them, but it's like Batman where he has these impersonators and wannabe people. Now you're going to have every dickwad with an iPhone. What? what? Remember in Batman 2 where they have the uh, impersonator guys that, I'm not wearing hockey pants. What's the difference between you and me? Because they're doing, they're oh, playing okay. Batman. Yeah, they're other vigilantes. Okay, Vigilantes, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't need that happening when I'm trying to go through Costco. I don't need some it bozo trying to you know get some views on his silly feed on YouTube. Well, yeah, th- we're a big enough world that it's unlikely it's going to happen. I hope. Yeah. I don't know. It's not that big of a I mean, world. yeah, I've seen some of those YouTube people, and it's like, you need to go to jail. That's what needs to happen to you. <laughs> See, I rest my case. Yeah. We're going to make Andy uh, in charge around here. Well, there was that one where the guy's like, I'm going to pretend to work at Subway and piss off customers. And I was like, I hope Subway just fucking killed you. I hope they took you <laughs> down, and they baked you in a bread, and just you're dead. Yeah, that's... Because that's fucked so up. you're eating them? Like, if I ran a, a sub shop, and someone came in, pretend to be an employee, and pissed off customers... They're dead. They're dead. <laughs> I'm gonna drown you in Italian dressing. There you go. So let that be a, a, a lesson for you if you're trying to become a, a, a joker of some sort. But yeah, I'm glad that movie bombed. I think that was a terrible idea to make it a well, movie. Well, I don't place. think it bombed. I think. Uh, well, I'm sure it did well because the budget was probably ninety yeah, bucks. They they made it for like a gas in their van or whatever. <laughs> God damn it. Well, hopefully, True TV or whoever made it never makes another one. All right, next up, uh, 1917, back on. I don't think that's been on for a few weeks. Uh, did 2.8 million. Then Andy's uh, favorite, Brahms the Boy 2, 2.6. And Fantasy Island, a heaping disappointment at 2.4. No, yeah, not a success for that one. No, that just leave it as a book. I don't know. A book? There's a TV show. Everything's a book. <laughs> a TV show. No, everything is a book. It didn't have the little midget guy, so no one wanted to see it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so those are your box office numbers from the last weekend. Uh, we do have some movies coming out this week. Uh, depends, I guess, on who you are. So uh, onward. I mean, who's not excited about this? This is uh, Pixar. Eighty-five percent. Now this is a, they're going to look for their dad who has disappeared, but they have like a bone that can find them. Yeah, it's fantasy based. So like they're both now. Like, isn't someone in here like a transgender person? I don't know, but maybe. I think something like that. Like, that's why, why this is so progressive, this movie. I mean, it's all voice, so anyone can be whatever they want. Well, yeah, and they're also like llamas. The, yeah, they're also not humans. Centaurs so. and shit, but I remember yeah. hearing that somewhere. I don't know. I mean, there are trans actors out there, so it wouldn't be Well, a big I don't deal. think just because the voice. Yeah. It's not, that's not how. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but 85%. So there you go. That's your. Uh, Movie. Then you also have The Way Back, 
Now, this is not the water uh, water uh, park movie from summer. That was the way, way back. Yeah, which was good. I liked I that movie. Sam Rockwell, right? Yeah, Sam Rockwell's great in it. This is about uh, Ben Affleck, who was drunk for like last year, and it turns out it was just for a role. Who uh, knew? I think he still is drunk. I mean... Oh, maybe they're filming a sequel. One of those things like, so you're sober? He's like, yes, I'm sober. And he's like sweating. And it's like, oh, shit. Maybe he's filming a sequel. Does he actually have like a legit drinking problem? Yes. I think definitely. He's from Boston, didn't he? But I mean, like, like this is stuff that's been like reported and whatnot. Or I think he, he went to real he, rehab. He did go to rehab. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was I <laughs> yeah. Jennifer Garner kicked I, him out of that. Uh, it's that just convenient one. timing that he plays a drunk in this movie. I know you're... They probably didn't even give him a, a script or anything. Like, yeah, exactly. You. But it's funny you talked about how I'm like sweating because uh, last night... Uh, producer Luke and I went to our uh, Wheel Talk friends. Went to our uh, Marty. Went to his uh, viewing of his uh, his documentary Relentless over at UCI. And Luke and I took full advantage of the uh, little VIP appetizers and cocktail hour before it started. And he, I think in like the forty five minutes we were in there, hour Luke producer Luke had four glasses of wine. I had three, and I <laughs> nice. just remember. I was actually spreading the gospel. There he is. I was is. talking talking about it, but I just remember being in there and feeling, I was like, oh my God, I feel really warm. And <laughs> then also, because wine warms you up and I already run warm and I was just in there like, I'm warm. I'm starting to get a little buzz. So it was just like, you almost, you just can't even focus. You're just like, <laughs> but then it was all good. Yeah. I heard about that about three minutes before you guys left. And he's like, yeah, we're going to the premiere. Uh, he's like, you want to go? I was like, uh, he's like, there's no more VIP tickets, but you could probably just sit in the back. <laughs> oh <my laughs> so honestly, you could have easily gone in that VIP room. Like they were, there was no one like checking anything. Like I never ended up registering. And I mean, you could have probably Good. easily Off walked grid, as long like as it. you would have just said you're with us, you would have been fine. You know, mm. we're just spreading the gospel of the podcast. But also Luke told me earlier in text that day, we're leaving at four 30. And I said, okay. Thankfully, I texted him at like 3.20 and said, hey, I'm running an errand. I should be home by 4. Oh, dude, we're leaving between 3.45 and 4. I was like, awesome. <laughs> so I had a race home and got home at like 3.50 and we were able to leave by 4 and everything was fine. But my goodness. Yeah, that's annoying. But It's a good thing I said something. It's a good thing I said something. Yeah, no kidding. All right. Well, there's no score for the way back. Now, I, I guess we didn't really talk about it. So he, yeah, he plays say, what a drunk is <laughs> uh, who used to be, you know, a hoops star back in the day, and uh, he's finding his way back by coaching these kids and showing that, you know, they're they're down in their in the dumps. They're not, you know, the rich country club kids. They're they're poor. I'm assuming. And working uh, class is what they like to call it. Yeah, working class. Yeah. And uh, it turns out, you know what? They actually can ball. And I'm assuming they win the title. This reminds me of like Coach that, Carter uh, or every basketball movie that comes out ever. The only uh, the only movie of these of like this type of thing where it's like drama and then like they go for it. The only one that's really raw about it was Friday Night Lights. I feel like Friday Night Lights yeah. is the only one where spoiler, I'm sorry, but if you haven't seen it, that's your own problem. But uh is the only one where honestly like you think like, "Oh my god, they got to win it," but they don't. They end up losing, and it's like it's based on true story. So I mean, that's yeah. the truthness of it. But then there's, but it does remind me of stuff like it was that one like Disney movie or something like McFarland or something where the oh yeah they used to make those team. all the time yeah the one where there was like the UTEP team that won the tournament for what um, NCAA tournament basketball oh yeah there's that one the rookie oh yeah the rookies miracle they just they loved making those inspiring sports movies and yeah it doesn't seem like they make those anymore but uh so this guy the director uh, gavin o'connor made yeah. warrior yeah that's that's a true uh inspiring sports movie that's a great movie um do you guys know what that is <laughs> so which one is that it's a mma movie yeah but who's the actor in it uh tom hardy and um joel edgerton yeah i don't They're think brothers. i saw that it's, it's I saw amazing the, the i the fighter that's yeah, that's Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, one. I saw that one. Yeah, this one's MMA, and I'm no fan of MMA, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to watch this, but I did. Uh, it's just great because I mean, that's it's a great cast. Nick Nolte also was nominated for an Oscar for that movie. Huh. Um, so it's just a great sports movie. It's just about two brothers who are both underdogs and both train and have to, you know, eventually fight each other. Obviously. Well, I have no desire to watch this movie in theaters, but 
I'll watch it on FX. Yeah, I, I'll get around to this at some point. I, this is not something you need to go to the theater for. No. Um, okay, but do you guys want to play the game for it? Because I'm all queued up for it. Sure. Yeah. So the movie, like, obviously, is The Way Back, <clears throat> and uh, it stars Ben Affleck. Uh, give you guys a moment to uh, come up with your scores. All right, are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Off-road Andy, what say you? 58. Tony the Pony Cats, what say you? 65. Holy guacamole. <laughs> yeah, I gave it a 59. Mm. <laughs> Actually, that's not bad. That's Sean that's again. I'm like, always in the middle. Yeah, Sean's like right in the middle of us usually. Unbelievable. And then also when we play this game. Yeah. <laughs> when Affleck uh, wins the Oscar Hilarious. this year, yeah. it's going to be like, Tony Stake only said between a 65 and a 58, and look at me now. I won the Oscar. Yeah. Probably when he's drunk and he's living in his pockets. Yeah, exactly. Then he he wakes up from his dream and he's passed out on the floor in his living room. I don't think you guys watch it, but it would be like the scene in uh, A Star is Born. I haven't watched it. Okay. Uh, I've seen that. There's a scene at the award show. I don't remember. He goes goes on stage and pisses himself. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. (laughs) Pretty good. All right. Next up is First Cow. Now, obviously, this is about the cow who becomes the president. (laughs) (laughs) Disney Channel presents First Cow. (laughs) Who's in office then for that? That, That's the first cow. Does that mean like the other? Is it married to another cow? Do we? So I don't know what the hell this is about. Oh, it's got Toby Jones. You don't know his name, but just look him up. You'll understand what I'm talking about. Um, I don't know what the hell this is. 88% though. 25 uh, reviews. It's some sort of a cow on a barge. Okay. Well, neat. Maybe it's like a Homeward Bound. I don't know. I thought I looked up all the movies coming out this week. I thought it was just those two. But. <laughs> I've never seen this one. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, well, we'll see what that one's about. Um, yeah, maybe, Swallow. Maybe I'll watch it someday. 88%. Swallow looks like some sort of a movie. Uh, yeah, I know what this is. Yeah. This is... Yeah. Um, you know, there's that disease that dogs have where they eat everything, like including like rocks and shit. Oh, like Bowser, the, yeah, the well, dog here. Yeah, it's a real thing where like dogs will just eat objects. And Our it's really golden bad retriever form. did. Uh, my old golden retriever would do that. Eat all yeah. the rocks. Well, this movie is about a, a woman who has that. <laughs> wow. She just she's eats just, everything. She's like eating needles and shit, and it's like, ew. What is this called? Fuck. Swallow. So it's just a. It's just a psychological horror. A weird mo- uh, show documentary from like TLC. That sounds. Aw- that, that sounds this? like it's going to be awful to watch. Yeah, yeah, I saw the trailer, and it's like, oh, shit. I kind of want to watch the trailer just because I'm curious now. So it's an IFC film. That should tell you enough right there. Yeah, gross. Okay. 88%, though. It looks very weird, and it also looks like it's filmed in Sweden, Norway, something like that. You're nodding. I think Andy's in agreement. I, I imagine so. Okay. And then I think, th- well, this broke. There was one more. It looked like a foreign film, and my, yeah, uh, it's parentheses Nighthawk, Baccarat, Baccarat. Don't know that. Don't know yeah. it. That's a eighty-nine percent. So those are your movies coming out this weekend. Um, I'm not going to the theater this, this weekend. I'm actually getting out of town. Well, you should go see Sonic then. No, there's nothing coming out this week you want to see. No, I did download a few things on Disney Plus to watch on the plane. Uh, Nat Geo stuff mostly. Oh, okay. I was forgetting Nat Geo is on Disney Plus. Yeah, so, I think so it's part one of, the Fox of them. Deal. And I'll have this as uh, in my next week's what I was watching. This series is what it would look like if they drained certain ocean floors. For instance, the Bermuda Triangle, the ocean floor around Alcatraz, San Francisco, things like that. It's kind of neat. And then another one was uh, what the Titanic looks like. 20 years after they filmed whatever it was 20 years ago with James Cameron. Okay. So, kind of neat. And then I also downloaded, I don't know if I'll get to it, but uh, the Disney movie with Tom Hanks as Walt Disney. Oh, yeah. Saving Mr. Banks. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how I got on that. That's a preview for next week. Yeah. Um, anything we want to add before we get into what we've been watching? No, I think we're good. Okay. Andy, I know you have a whole bunch yeah, you want me to lead off and then we'll get back around to me or something? Sure. 
All right, I have to start off with Better Call Saul, which returned for season five, which means season four is available on Netflix now. Yeah, I watched like one episode already. If you're interested, uh, it's still amazing. Um, I'll go as far as to say it's the best thing on TV. Two episodes aired uh, the first week, and uh, I think uh, episode three just aired last night. Maybe I should start that, because I mean, anybody that's ever talked about it has said good things. Yeah, if you you know the Breaking Bad story, there's no reason Bob Odenkirk, it's phenomenal. Because it really gets into it now with uh, all the uh That's the characters what I, and I've read is that in the especially I think it starts in season four, like seventeen characters from Breaking Bad have come up in the uh, Better Call Saul series. Yeah, it's really I mean it's a prequel of how Saul became Saul. But also it's been about how Gustavo Fring becomes, you know, the player in town right now, and that's uh fascinating. Now, are they going to talk about ending it anytime soon? Yeah, next season, six, season six. So it's going to get six. Over. So it's going to get, isn't, was it Breaking Bad only five? Yes. So it's getting a whole season more, huh? Yeah, I don't know, episode count where that lies, but. Yeah, uh, it doesn't matter. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, uh, I always have that on my list to watch. And I feel like those, are they coming out still on a yearly basis or is there more? lag between the seasons because um, I feel like I watched season three so long ago. It's been, I think, like 16 months. Mm-hmm. I think I looked it up. I think season four came out August of 18. Okay. So. Interesting. All right. Very good. So. You want to. Okay. Do you wanna, want to. How many do you have, Andy? Um, after that, I think I just have two more. Three more. I uh, three more. honestly don't have much. I. uh and by much, I mean like nothing, but I just have been lately on just a Seinfeld kick. There he <laughs> yeah. is. Smart man. I I mean, I've been like, you know, like, I'm like one of those people like I really don't <clears throat> get sit down too often and like, I don't really watch too much just movies or shows unless I'm like with someone or something. I'm just usually out doing something. But usually when I do come back, it's like I'll throw on The Simpsons usually and whatever, but Lately, it's been Seinfeld that I've been throwing on, and I am man, I am enjoying it. I think the one the one last night I watched was the limo episode. What limo? Oh, where he just takes the limo. Yeah, where it's like they're at the airport, and some guy's got a sign. What's the last name he says? O'Brien. O'Brien. That's right. He's got the the sign up, and it's so funny because it's like what I also like about it is just like (laughs) kind of like you know it's obviously all early mid to late nineties whatever, and it's just stuff that you could have gotten away with thirty years ago that you can't now, and it's like. How the guy's got the sign up and he's like, well, what if he knows we're not O'Brien? He's like, if he knew who O'Brien was, he wouldn't have a sign. (laughs) And it's like, you can't. And then just the fact of that O'Brien is the one author that no one's ever seen before. So nobody knows what he looks like. And then I just also love the part of like when they end up picking up Kramer and... uh, He also falls into the trash cans in that episode, right? Yeah, that's where he's he's pretending to be Jordan. Yeah. (laughs) He's like crossing up. uh, Was it Eileen? (laughs) Elaine. Elaine. Why was I saying that? Elaine. I literally blanked on her name so hard. And I've seen this show forever. (laughs) Elaine. Oh, wow. Uh, Seinfeld, you can never go wrong with it. Yeah, but I also, I just love the part also when Kramer's in the limo that the people have ordered to pick them up who are like the big fans of O'Brien and the phone rings in the limo and she goes to reach for it, but Kramer just answers it and he's just, yeah. (laughs) And then looks over at her and he's like, it's for you. And she's just like, I know. (laughs) It's like, it just, I don't know, it's just classic Kramer. <laughs> but I enjoy that show. That show makes me laugh. And even uh, producer Luke was watching it the other day with me in there. And he's like, you know, I just never got into this show. I just never found it that funny. And then I straight up told him, I'm like, it's just above your sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> I was above like, it takes a rate. certain sense of humor. Because I've always had one of my good friends tell me that the way my, uh, sometimes my sense of humor is reminds him sometimes of, uh, Jerry's Seinfeld sense of humor. So I'm like, I'll take that as a compliment. Oh, absolutely. But he's uh, one of those rare comedians that is very good and doesn't cuss to do so. Yeah, he's always been a clean comic. And we used to think uh, Bill Cosby was like that too, but yeah. no, we learned outside of the commenta- uh, comedy, it was a very unclean. Another Jerry's good comic, a little better than him. <laughs> another good comic that's usually pretty clean is uh, Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't really cuss too much, if at all, honestly. But I always think that's a good art because it's like, you know, being dirty and cussing is always like big thing in comedy. So it is pretty impressive when you do get your rare breeds that can do it. 
Yeah, and that's it, it, funny that so juxtaposition of that is Todd Phillips in his interview about his last movie is where you you can't be funny anymore because it's offensive. Hmm. And it's like oh, there's plenty of people doing it. Yeah, you just got to not. Especially this year when Jojo Rabbit came out. Like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Seinfeld. Which was also up for an Oscar, so I mean... <laughs> yeah, which I still haven't seen and uh, would like... Maybe I'll rent that and watch that on the plane. Oh, look at that. It'll be free on a plane, actually. It's Southwest. I don't know if they do oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that movie longer than your flight? Uh, Probably, because I have two flights. Yeah, yeah. it probably but definitely is. Watch it. So where do you fly to, like, San Francisco, then to yeah, Portland? Yeah, Oakland, then to Portland. Oh, that's awful. Uh, yeah, I still think about Seinfeld all the time. Um, I was thinking about it. Um, you know Joe Biden... He's like a Mandelbaum. Yeah. <laughs> you think you're the world's greatest dad. He's Joe Biden seems like he's 95, but he's like challenging people <laughs> to push up contests. It's like <laughs> he just keeps ending up in the hospital. And then his son, who looks even older than him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Seinfeld is a great one. Uh, on Hulu, every episode uh, you could ever ask for. I don't know how else you could watch it, but I'm sure there's outlets for it. Okay, um, I'll be brief, Andy, then we can go back to your epic saga. Assuming, Tony, right. is that, was that all you had? Yeah, it is. Okay. <clears throat> uh, I finished Narcos Mexico Season 2. I've been watching them on lunch breaks and just here and there uh, while I'm cooking and whatnot, and I can't... It's one of those things I could just go on that forever. Um, it's getting more and more and more recent. So, for instance, right now, it's it's the 90s. It's like 89, 90. Uh, Chapo, El Chapo is in Oh, this. no. Yeah. And at this point, he's kind of a, a you know a low level, mid level guy, uh, but it's just showing you like, oh shit, like this is getting like current. Like the the main guy, and I don't, I mean, it's spoilers kind of, but it's not. He's in jail. He's still alive. He's still in jail. Uh, yeah. And that's the guy from the terminal who I've I've raved about before. He's phenomenal. Um, what I'm very excited for, and I have to do my research and just look it up and make sure, but I imagine it's going to get picked up for a third season where it's going to go, how much further into the future it's going to go. Maybe um, in the future. No. They have lasers. I don't think so. Because uh, one of the guys, he's been in the whole Mexico season, so both seasons, I guess. He died, I looked this up, he dies in 1997. He's one of those guys who died uh, complications under the knife having lipo and plastic oh, no. surgery to change his face. He, oh, like he watched Nick Cage and he's like, I'm going to do that. Exactly. Shit. So to evade, you know, authorities. <laughs> and I remember as a kid, my dad telling me about this, saying, you know, these drug dealers in Mexico are doing this kind of stuff. Like, no, like that doesn't sound real. This guy, and he died. And check this out. He had two like of his henchmen in the like room, like operating room while it was happening. And uh, just like to protect him, I guess, because, you know, he's out. Well, they later found both doctors dead and, uh, encased in concrete and like oh, after God. they got him out there they were it, like showed heavy signs of torture mm, terrible it's like this and like the show i mean obviously they say they change you know certain names and characters and whatnot but it seems and i, I mean i don't know much about it but it seems pretty spot on and if it's not it's it's enough for me to at least be entertained the whole time through you have to read a lot most of these people just speak in spanish but oh it's an entertaining show I'm actually proud of Netflix on that one. All right, Off-Road, you have the floor again. All right, I teased it earlier. I watched the first two Daniel Craig Bond movies. They're both on uh, HBO. I think uh, that's timing. I think they did that on purpose, putting those movies on there. So is it Spectre and Casino Royale? The first two, Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace. That's right. No gold. So, um, well, that's... I know who it is. Daniel Craig. Um... Still the best one, though, maybe. I like that one. So the way the Daniel Craig movies have gone have been good, bad, good, bad. That's how the sequence has gone. Ooh, means we got a good one coming up? Yes. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I hadn't seen probably either one in, in a while. I don't know if I ever watched Quantum of Solace a second time. I don't see. I'm so bad with these. I don't remember. Like One of them, they're in Scotland, like hiding. That's Skyfall. That's, that's, that's a good one. I liked that. That's one. Javier Bardem. He's that okay? Yeah, that one's that one's Casino really Royale good. was boring. No, it's was it good? poker and it's good. Yeah, but they're just gambling with like big gold postcards and. <laughs> no, there's more stuff going on, ah, but um, it, it's time at the casino. It was such a um change for the series because James Bond had always been silly, and this was like really serious, and it was you know him actually. Which one is this? Casino Royale. Oh. 
So this is where he, he there's the one girl and he um you know actually likes her and wants to continue and you know doesn't doesn't work out which is unlike the bond we've always known wants to continue yeah i don't want to you know give away the ending if people haven't watched it but um it was such a different movie and it, it, it's really old it's something you, it's like oh it's not that old he looks so young and it has been almost 15 years and there's just scenes where he's on like a flip phone cuz it's like it's supposed to be high tech you know he's got access to all the best technology yeah and yeah, you know, he like opens up a flip phone to like hook well, shit in. And it's like, you oh know my what's God. funny is they're going back to flip phones. Okay, you know, maybe that's how advanced he is. But uh, it was just kind of hilarious how like outdated the tech was. But uh, I, I w- the movie goes right into Quantum of Solace, which was very different also for Bond movies. Usually they just don't continue the story; they just go around do- right onto a new thing. Mm-hmm. And the girl he was with at the very end of the movie is long gone. Uh-huh. But this one continues like literally like scene by scene continues into the next movie. So that's why. I watched them back to back, and uh, this one was better the, the second time I watched it. Still not as good as Casino Royale, but uh, not as boring as I had remembered it. Hmm. Um, it had uh, David Harbour of Stranger Things. Oh. Like way before he was, I mean, I mean, he had been in other stuff, I'm sure, but. It's always interesting when you, like, you oh, yeah. know, see who became someone on an old movie. And it was, it was such a Bush-era movie, because I think it came out in 2008, and the Americans were kind of bad guys in that, like, James Bond's on to this guy. And then they call the Americans. They're like, "You know anything about this guy? Is he a bad guy?" They're like, no, nothing, nothing wrong with him. And that's David Harbor gets off the phone. He's the CIA guy, and he's actually with the bad guy. And America's actually making deals with the bad guy. Oh boy! And I was like, "Oh, this is just classic." Like, I love, I love that that era where it's like, "Yep, America was always the bad guy. We're always in the Middle East doing shit." And it was all about oil, or at least they thought that was the whole thing. And I was like, "Oh, this is so interesting. It's a relic of its time." But yeah, those are both on HBO. If you want to. Get your uh, your history of the Daniel Craig Bond series before you watch No Time to Die. Yeah, I was going to say, so how many has he done? This will be number five. Jeez. And I believe he is the longest serving Bond now. Because of time? For time-wise. Because it's been almost 15 years. That's crazy. Yeah, so Casino Royale was 06. So what of these is your favorite of his? Which one? I'd say Skyfall is the best one. Hmm. And, and Spectre was really disappointing to me. It was boring. And it was because Sam Mendes made Skyfall. And then he did Spectre, and they did 1917. So it's like the this Skyfall guy's good. where he's hitting the guy in the beanbag. No, that's the, Casino Royale. That is Casino Royale. Okay, that yeah. was jacked up. Oh yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind. I honestly don't know if I've seen all of these. It's hard because it's it it's been so you know stretched out, and it's all it's been him the whole time. And, and he's also been quitting for I feel like the last 12 years. Every single movie, it, he's like resigned and has to come back. Even this new one, I read I'm the premise too old for this. Then I read the premise, and it's like he's been retired, and you know the guy from Westworld has to bring him back in. It's like oh shit, okay. It's every single movie so far. Um, yeah. So next up, another HBO watch, Blind Spotting. Anyone heard of this movie? I have not. Uh-uh. It's a indie movie that came out about two years ago uh, about Oakland. It's a a guy who was in Hamilton is the star. Wrote it. He's from Oakland. Lin Manuel? No, a different guy. Oh. Um, just a fascinating movie. Um, just about you know some normal normal experience in Oakland with uh, what's going on there with all you know gentrification that kind of stuff. Um. It's just really enjoyable, but he does do his the Hamilton thing, um, where he does like the spoken word rap stuff. Oh boy! And it is funny, but it, it's good. I mean, that's that's he did that before Hamilton. That was kind of his thing. So, um, but I, I really thought this was a, a good movie, a good uh, I don't know, good social commentary, entertaining, and uh, I'd like to see what's next from this uh, this guy. And are you? Is this guy David Goggins? David. David Diggs is his name. I don't know why I said Goggins. I don't know either. <laughs> Walton Goggins. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's his brother, actually. Okay. What else you got? And then the last thing is something maybe Tony could comment on, because I feel like he watched as well. Truth or Dare? Yeah, I did. <laughs> but why can't I like remember it? It's like they're in Mexico, and they get a demon makes them play Truth or Dare. <laughs> did, we didn't watch that together? No. Which one did we watch together when they were in the house? What do you mean when they're in the house? Like when they're in like, why is there a creep looking at me? <laughs> when, huh? <laughs> what, uh, we got interruption. By... Uh, no, when uh, the one when uh, 
Which one did we watch? Were they going to like the house in the middle of like the barn area or something? That sounds like every movie. <laughs> no, we watched it at your house. And it was uh with your with Turtle, uh, aka Goose. And he like put it we put it on and then it was you and I that finished it. Oh yeah, that was some other thing where they summoned a demon. What yeah. movie was that though? I forgot what that one was called. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen I think I've seen Truth or Dare, but I, I don't know. I have to I don't, it's they have to play Truth or Dare or the demon like kills them, so it's like it's like really stupid. Um not not a good movie by any means, but I was like I can watch this 90-minute horror movie, and there'd probably be some stupid shit. And there was stupid shit. There was dumb... It's dumb college kids doing dumb things. But the premise is so ridiculous because it's like... If you pick Dare, like, basically, it's like... Why couldn't you just do Truth? So, in the movie, if you do Truth twice in a row... You can't. You can't do you it a third it, time. So you have to take I, a drink. I definitely yeah. feel like I've seen it, but I don't like remember it. Um, but yeah, so it's like okay, dare, and it's like I dare you to walk off a cliff. Ah! It's like this fucking. This is so stupid. I remember the trailer for this. I've never <laughs> seen it, but I remember that trailer. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it's like Saw, but also a game. I don't know. It's so. It was not good. But I think it made like $150 million or something. That probably came out like spring break time. I, that's probably what it was. Because it was spring break. No, that's dude, what they go to. They go to Mexico it, for spring break. They said it was April 2018. Bingo. Yeah, they go to Mexico for spring break and they're like, we'll play Truth or Dare in this old church. But um, <laughs> I think that's all I have. For that. uh, um, it's, not, it's not a recommend. Um, I thought it'd be one of those things they put on that's, you know, at least a little entertaining. It wasn't, it wasn't like. It was entertaining. I watched it, but it is not. <laughs> it's not that good. All right. Very good. good. All righty. All right. Well, that's all you have, Andy? Yeah. All right. Well, I think that will wrap us up. You've been listening to episode 160 of the Tony's Take podcast. I am Sean. Joined with me, we had Off-Road. You better vote, Andy. All right. Cool. And Tony Katz. Yes, thank you. Thanks for listening. Keep listening. See you later.